Courtside Club is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook. You bet you get with Caesar's Rewards. Must be 21 or older. I actually was just around him. He looked at me and he almost started crying. He said he's seen so much of his himself in me. What's up, you guys? Welcome to Courtside Club. Before we jump into today's interview, I just wanted to pop in because I speak with Adrian Bronner this week on the show, and we had an amazing chat. We did end up speaking, though, a couple days before his fight with Michael Williams Jr. was canceled. So if you just noticed during the interview, like why I haven't brought up that the fight was canceled. That is the reason why we did record it beforehand, but I didn't want to just let this interview and this chat go to waste because we talked about some really cool things, got to know Adrian a lot better. And he also just opened up a lot about some of the struggles that he's been going through. So I thought it was a great episode. I'm excited for you guys to watch it. And yeah, I hope you enjoy. What's up, you guys? I'm Rachel Demita, and welcome to the Courtside Club. Today, I'm joined by an absolute force in boxing. He's a four-time world champion in four different weight classes. The problem himself, Adrian Bronner. Adrian, welcome to the Courtside Club. Hey, man, I'm ready to do this, man. I just got out of training. I feel good. I'm ready to, I'm ready to put on the show. We haven't seen you in the ring in about a year now, over a year now. Mm-hmm. How are we feeling? I feel good, man. Um... Last time I was in a ring, I think it was 2021, honestly. And uh, you know, uh, you know, getting just getting back to myself and, and getting back to the days where I where I where where I got in a got in the gym and everything felt normal. You know, just getting back to that stage, you know, it was tough. But man, we, we here, we ready to go. Put on a show. Would you consider this a comeback fight that everybody's talking about? Of course, you know, uh, not only is it a comeback fight, but uh, it's uh, the second half of my career, honestly. So you say second half. So we've got a lot more years left in you that we're going to see you in the ring. Yep. <laughs> of course. We're just at halftime. <laughs> yes, yes, ma'am. All right. So tell me about training camp this year. Is there anything that you've been doing that you might have done differently in the past? Anything new that you've kind of added to your regimen? Yeah. I've had less sex. Okay. Building your testosterone? Yeah, I had less sex this camp. Overall, are you feeling better about that? Stronger? Yeah, I see a lot of differences. <laughs> but, you know, overall, you know, um, I'm just main, mainly focused. My mind is, is, is back clear. And, you know, uh, I feel good in the gym. Every day, I try to make... The next day better than the last day, and um, I've been having a lot of good good days. We've seen on your Instagram your your new physique, right? The media's taken a hold of it. It seems like you're in the best shape of your life. You've lost a lot of weight. What did you do to get in the best shape of your life? I definitely changed my whole lifestyle. You know, uh, I was I was doing a lot of partying, you know, a lot of drinking, you know, uh, eating eating crazy. You know, you know, I had to go to stick to a diet and cut a lot of stuff out, man. You know, that wasn't good for me. And, um, you know, I, I really went cold turkey and said, looked up one day and said, it. What was that thing that made you look up? It was a point in my life where I was like, 
I'm really at ground zero. I'm really at below zero. All I wanted to do was get up and go to the nearest bar, get drunk, have sex. That's it. You know, uh, of course, I take care of my children. I make sure everything's straight, but for the most part, that's it. And it was miserable. It was a real dark place. And uh, once I got out of that, once I cut, cut out of that, and I finally walked into a gym because I used to just get up every day and try to just go to the nearest bar or the nearest party. And, you know, not once would I think of going to a gym. So, you know, uh, once I once I looked in the mirror, of course, I was drunk. But I looked in the mirror and I said, told myself, I'm done. And I went cold turkey. I went to the gym. It's crazy to hear that from you because obviously you've been boxing. You've been an athlete since you were, what, six years old? And yes, so the gym was always your place to to kind of let yeah. loose and, and be your full self. And to lose that, how long would you say that you were kind of in this dark place? Obviously, we didn't see you in the ring last year. Was it a, was it a long time? Was it a few months? Was it a couple weeks? It's been years, you know. But the thing is, my mind is so strong, I can, I can hop out, hop out for three months and boom, and then it'd be like, it'd come right back. But I didn't have scheduled fights. You know, like right now I'm scheduled to fight three times in 12 months. So I don't have no time to do nothing other than be in the gym, stay healthy, treat my body right, do, do, and just live for boxing, you know, and, um, I think that I was just missing that. And, uh, you know, uh, right now, you know, I'm in a, in, in one of the greatest parts of, of my life. And I feel, I feel like all that stuff is behind me. And, you know, uh, I'm just grateful I was able to turn around. I love that. You got, you got your purpose back, at least on the boxing side. Yeah, for sure. We, we hear LeBron talk about it a lot, and it's been in the media that he spends so much money on his body, right? He's been playing NBA basketball now for 20 seasons and spends over a million dollars a year just to invest back into his body. You have now been boxing professionally for 15 years now, but doing it your whole life. What have you done to protect your body or what have you put kind of back into your body when it comes to training, when it comes to recovery, food? The crazy thing is I never did none of that. <laughs> no. And you're in a combat sport too. It's not even a, yeah, a contact I know, but, but sport. The way I grew up is like, if you like eating hamburgers, let him eat hamburgers. That's how I perform. I I, I eat a, I eat, a, eat the worst burger in the world and go out there and, and look like a million dollars. But you'll give me some some good food, and then I go up there, and I just won't feel right. But and at thirty three, you would still say that it's like that, or you don't know you're gonna like test it out for the next fight. I've changed that though, honestly. You know, I I've, I've changed the way I eat when I'm in camp. Yeah, you know, I just try to stay focused. You know, I try not. I try to eat more healthy. You know, I try to do things the right way now that I'm getting a little older, and you know, uh, it's it's been working. So we had Terrence Crawford on the show, and he also did a fight with um, Black Promotions earlier in the year, or last year, excuse me. I asked him mm -hmm. what was the most extreme thing that he's ever done to make weight. He said that he almost died once. 
because he was training. I think, I think as a boxer, I think as a boxer, we all did this before. I was just, I was just telling somebody this, like as boxers and to go to the level that I've been, you have to be insane. You just got to be different, bro. It can't be no height to how far you will jump. It, it, it can't be none of that. You really got to be willing to lose your life. And I don't think a lot of people understand it, but every time I step in that ring, I know that that there is a chance that I won't I won't leave out the out this ring. I, I know that there's a chance that I can die, or, or or you know, it you know I know this, I know that. So you know, um, that's why I, I train the way I do, and, and and get prepared to put my life on the line. So speaking of prep. What's the most extreme thing that you've ever done to make weight? To make weight? Yeah. The most extreme thing I did to make weight, I, my last meal was on Wednesday night. Okay. That was my last meal. And I had to weigh in Friday at about three o'clock. Okay. So my last meal was Wednesday night. Thursday, I ran like 12 miles, and I still had to work out and train. Friday, I ran another 12 miles, right? Mm -hmm. Then I go to the gym, to the weigh-in, and I'm still not on weight. So I go outside. They had us doing suicides on on, on a tennis court. <laughs> yeah. They had me doing suicides on a tennis court. Are oh. you wearing like a hoodie and sweats as well? Like trying to sweat as much as you all can? Of that. All of everything. Okay. All of that. I can't even spit no more. I can't even spit no more. Dear. And uh, I finally get on the scale and I was still like 0.3. And, uh, but I had my boxers on and a commissioner, he was like, we were going to let you get it because you had your boxers on. Oh. And you could have took your boxers <laughs> off. Yeah. But I was so I was so beat up and dehydrated. I just I started drinking my Powerade, man. I said, forget it. I lost my title. I lost my title, and uh, yeah, it was a grueling moment. Well, yeah, no food, and then also, I mean, I've ran a marathon before, but I yeah. ate all the food yeah, beforehand. So, so was that and was 20, drinking like, it during. I was not that's like wearing... 24 miles, no food, and like two training sessions. Like, it was, right. It's crazy. No food, no water. But again, you've dedicated your life to this sport. And I guess that was something that in that moment you had to do. Yeah. Adrian, on the Courtside Club, we like to take a halftime break if you're down. All right, come on. Spoiler alert, you're not going to win every bet you place. But with Caesar's Sportsbook, win or lose, every bet gives you reward credits and tier credits, which you can exchange for the best perks in the game. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and more. Download the Caesar's Sportsbook app and start earning with Caesar's Rewards. If you have a gambling problem in Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed to Horseshoe, Bossier, City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, which is 1-800-426-2537. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. 
So you've got back-to-back meetings, errands to run, and the house to take care of. So what's the secret to clearing your to-do list? A little help from DoorDash. You can get dinner, household essentials, and everything on your grocery list is delivered. And personally, for me, when I'm traveling, I love to use DoorDash because I can try different vegan spots in all the different cities that I go to. For a limited time, our listeners can get 50% off up to a $20 value and $0 delivery fee when you download the DoorDash app and enter code COURTSIDE. That's 50% off up to $20 value and $0 delivery fees when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code COURTSIDE. And don't forget, that's code COURTSIDE for 50% off up to $20 value and $0 delivery fee with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms apply. So I have two people that I'm putting into the ring and it's up to you to decide who you think would win. Now you can interpret this how you want. You can think of them fighting or you could just say who was the better person. So I'll start you off with an easy one, okay? Okay. Cool. I know you're from Cincinnati. We have two quarterbacks. We have Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. Joe, easy. Take That's a Joe, Joe Shiesty. <laughs> I like it. That's Joe Shiesty. No, no disrespect to Mahomes. He's a, he's a, he's a great athlete, but he can't beat Joe Shiesty. I like that. Burrow head. I'm from I'm from Akron, Ohio. My Browns suck, so mm-hmm. I'm on the I'm on the Joe Burrow train right now. All right, we have Michael Jordan versus LeBron James. You said just one on one. This is your interpretation. You could take it as a one-on-one. You could put... No, no, no. Oh, oh, you said boxing. Well, we're putting them in together. So if you want to take it as who's the greatest player ever, or if you want to put them one-on-one... Jordan. Jordan? Jordan. Jordan. Okay. Jordan, Jordan. We'll take Jordan, it. Jordan, Jordan. I got, but I got my reasons. What are your I reasons? reasons? I would love to hear. If Jordan went to the championship, you won. Yeah, he was six if for six. If he went, you won. But... LeBron is is an amazing player. He uh, even though the game has changed, you know, it's, it, he's just still an amazing player. But I just picked Jordan. If, if, if I gotta if I gotta pick who I want to take the last shot of my game, I'm handing it to Jordan. Okay. All right, we'll take and that. That's no disrespect to LeBron. I love LeBron to death. I love him to death. But if I had to pick for someone to take the last shot of of the game, it got to be joked. Cool. All right. Upcoming UFC fight. We have John Jones and Cyril Gaon. I might have mispronounced his first name, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, McGregor. <laughs> I like McGregor. We're throwing a wild card in there? <laughs> no, that's just who I pick. I, li- I like McGregor. Okay. We'll, we'll just pick him. We're throwing him in there. All right. Uh, Ryan Garcia versus Javante Davis. Tank. You're taking Tank? That was no hesitation. Yeah. Tank, easy. I mean, it, it, it's not going to be easy, and, and Tank knows this, you know, uh, but but the crazy thing is I have personal relationships with, with both of them, you know, and I love both of them. I really got to, like, real love for both of them, but me and Tank is just, we, we're more close, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. um, than me and Ryan is, you know, uh, you know, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan called me all the time. We talk, you know, that's my guy. But at the end of the day, man, you know, uh, Tank's my baby brother, man. Love him to death. 
I want I, I don't want nothing but the best for him. And you know, uh, in that fight, it's gonna be one of the most competitive fights for him that he ever had in his career. But I think he come out on top, and I think he figure it out, and um, I think he get the victory in that fight. It's gonna be a fun one for sure. We have Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury. His fight's a day after yours. Man, I'm going with my boy JP, man. Okay. Jake Paul fan. You know for sure. Yeah, that's my boy. You know, uh, you know, um, I uh, I applaud him with everything he's doing with boxing. You know, um, he's really training his off. He's he's really, you know, with somebody with no amateur background and none of that and taking on a sport the way he's taking it and taking it serious the way he's taking it. You know, I applaud him. And, um, you know, um, I'm, I'm a fan of his, you know. Um, and uh, even though he he, he he got my name a little bit, kind of, you know, he called himself the problem child or something like that. Yeah, I, I yeah, he does. I mean, it's cool, man. You know, I wish him nothing but the best. And, you know, um, good luck to him. Do we ever see a the problem versus the problem child fight? I mean... You know, uh, right now, you never know, man. Anything can happen these days. All right. We'll check in with you in March. Okay. <laughs> I have a hypothetical here. We have Floyd Mayweather Jr. versus Sugar Ray Leonard. Both in their prime. Floyd. It's an easy one. The crazy naysayers and all of the old school guys, and, you know, they all would call me crazy. You know, I, I'm somebody who, who who's seen Floyd for the first time at 12, and he's just always been my favorite fighter. Don't get me wrong, I knew of Sugar Ray Leonard and I, and I studied Sugar Ray Leonard before and all that, but for me, the best fighter in the world for me is Floyd Mayweather Jr. And uh, until I see somebody dethrone him, he's always gonna be that for me. So, you know, uh, no disrespect to the greats, uh, like the Sugar Ray Leonard and the Ali's and all of that, but for me, you know, the greatest fighter in my eyes is Floyd Mayweather. Speaking of the greats, we have Muhammad Ali versus Mike Tyson. Ali, man, Ali. You know Michael Buffer, uh, yeah. Yeah. We had him on the courtside club as well, and he also he, he did a couple of my fights, man. He's awesome. He did a lot of my fights. <laughs> He's my that's my that's my guy. I love him. He's awesome. He, yeah, he yeah. also picked Ali, and there was quite a bit of, of a stir in the comments on YouTube just, you know, talking about their style and how Mike had all this power, um, but he wholeheartedly uh, said Ali and, you know, had a relationship with him as well, so. I love Tyson to death. I love him for what he did in, in the sport of boxing the, uh, and everything, and the way he, he's bounced back you know, in life, period. And um, he's doing well. I actually was just around him before I got serious with boxing again. You know, I was just I was just in a bad spot in my life and I was around him. And he looked at me and he almost started crying because he said he's seen so much of his himself in me. He just seen I was hurting, I was I was out of shape, I was over I was overweight, about 38, 40 pounds, and it, it, yeah, I was drunk. And he was just like, 
I, I know what you're going. He was just like, I know what you're going through. And he literally was just talking to me and he was really literally about to cry, man, because I want to apologize, man. I, I ain't want to be around him like that. It's just, I was just going through a crazy time in my life, but I'm back though. I'm back now. I think at the same time though, it, it should mean something to you that he respects you in so much of a way that it made him emotional to see you yeah. at a place where he knows you can do so much better. You know, so for him to have that sort of um, like respect and and admiration for you should make you, you know, that's pretty cool. That's pretty dope. If Tyson's yeah, was, like, you know what? That was uh, that was kind of the last day. That was the turning point. Yeah, that was actually that was literally like the last day of me. So after that day, I, I turned. I turned around. He has a podcast or he did for a while. I, I think that conversation would be one that would be very interesting if you two were to get together and-, and... I'm actually supposed to go on his podcast, uh, but I've been I've been so focused and busy with, with this fight, but I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go on his podcast though. Yeah. Yeah, I love Tyson, man. I love Tyson. I think you need to do that for the for the fans, for for yourself and for Tyson. Tyson a good dude, man. He a good dude. <laughs> he misunderstood, man. He, he, he he's a good dude yeah i appreciate you sharing that story i think that's dope it was a surreal moment so you've got back-to-back meetings errands to run and the house to take care of so what's the secret to clearing your to-do list a little help from doordash you can get dinner household essentials and everything on your grocery list is delivered And personally for me, when I'm traveling, I love to use DoorDash because I can try different vegan spots in all the different cities that I go to. For a limited time, our listeners can get 50% off up to a $20 value and $0 delivery fee when you download the DoorDash app and enter code courtside. That's 50% off up to $20 value and $0 delivery fees when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code courtside. And don't forget, that's code courtside for 50% off up to $20 value and $0 delivery fee with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms apply. All right, you talked about it a little bit. You are from Cincinnati. You're loving this Joe Burrow era that we've got here with the Bengals. Can you tell me what it's like growing up in Cincinnati and following Ohio sports from a fellow Ohio sports fan? <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, bro, I I always been a Cincinnati fan because my dad, he's he always been a Cincinnati fan, so I was just always a Cincinnati Bengals fan. No matter if we lose or not, I I just love the Bengals. So now that we got Joe. Chase, all of them, you know. Now we got all uh, uh, this, 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 this young, good team. You know, I love it. I love it. You talk a lot about how Cincinnati shaped you in a way, and you, you know, didn't grow up maybe in the best situation, and you were in and out of trouble. Do you ever go back and and kind of visit and reminisce on that time? Is that what keeps you going? thinking about how far you've come? Sometimes I go back. It helps me uh, just, just stay grounded because you can get lost out here in this man. You can, you can get lost out here when everybody, everybody you come around just 
smiling and everything's just good all the time. And, you know, when I go back to Cincinnati, it brings me back down to, okay, this is where you're from, your mom here, all your brothers here, everybody you grew up with is here. And and, and you ain't got to be this big celebrity guy all the time, you know? I mean, I, I love going back to my city and I, and I respect everybody in my city. And, um, you know, um, I was always taught, don't ever get to a point in life to where your people can't touch or see you no more, you know? So that's what I always try to do. You know, I always try to grow for myself, but I always try to grow with the people I always been with. So I know I can't take everybody, but I, I try to keep, I try to keep as many of them with me as possible. For sure. So besides friends and family, what's your favorite part about Cincinnati? The West side. <laughs> best side. West side's best side. I mean, I don't know. I love, I love, I love the whole Cincinnati though, man. You know, um, I've done a lot for uh, a lot of people in Cincinnati, man. You know, and and um, the things I do for for my city, it, it isn't to brag or nothing. I don't brag about it. You know, uh, I don't do none of that. You know, it's just it's just all love. I love my city, man. And, and for me to be in a position where I can help. Anybody that come from my city, you know, I love doing it. So, you know, um, I, lo- I love Cincinnati. Man. Cool. I want to bring it back to fighting just a little bit. You've had some great walkout music. Yeah. I have a list of some of the songs, um, but you had Waka Flocka. You've had Kendrick. You've had French Montana, Lil Durk, Rick Ross. Do we have, can we have any sneak peek? Have you thought about it? what your music is going to be. No, I don't be thinking I don't be thinking about it. It's just sometimes it be on the spot and then sometimes it be you you just you just gotta you just gotta you just gotta wait. It's gonna be big though. It's gonna be it's gonna wait, be no 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 walk me through that. On the spot you just pick a song, you're like this is the one or this is the artist. Yeah, sometimes it'd be like Thursday and I fight Saturday. It'd be like that man, I'm I'm walking out to this. Okay. It's the way I feel. Okay. And then we'll just make it happen. Okay. So the music comes later. I don't know. I thought that maybe during training camp, you know, you're listening to a certain artist or there's a playlist that you have and you're already thinking about, you're like, okay, what is this song that's just going to get me there? Uh, It's just, it's just, it's just how I feel at the time of my life. Okay. You know, at the time, at the time of my life is like, that's this one I'm coming out to. Let's do it. At this very moment, if there were were one artist that could walk out with you and perform for your fight, who would that one artist be? Tupac. Sick. Or Easy E. Okay. What was they called? With with Ice Cube, Easy E. The movie came out. Come mm-hmm. on, now you you're looking bad right now. You're looking bad. No. What the hell is this movie called? <laughs> yeah, there are something. Yeah, I would have had them. <laughs> Ice Cube also doesn't like me, so I can't watch his movies anymore. It's a running joke after, on Courtside after Club, this, okay? After this, go watch Straight Outta Compton, man. After after this interview, you better go watch Straight Outta Compton. Right. But I would have loved, like, I would I would have loved to walk out to that. For your fight, let's do it. But That would be dope. Yeah, that would have been crazy. That would have been crazy. Either Tupac or that. That would have been crazy. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe that is some inspiration for an upcoming fight. Maybe. All right. Now I have some buzzer beaters for you. What is your ideal food and drink combo while sitting courtside? 
I don't eat sitting courtside. Why? You don't want to get caught on camera? Or you don't want to get yeah. like a player knocking to you? And nah, I don't. I, 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 I had a bad experience. I did that at a Colts game, I think. Okay. And Field side. And they caught me. I was out of shape. I was going through another bad time. And I was overweight, like 40 pounds. And I had like nachos. Oh, <laughs> the picture is nasty. At least it wasn't a glizzy, nasty. right? That's the worst. Man, listen, the picture is nasty. <laughs> okay. We need your publicist to scrub that off the internet like the Kardashians do. I don't have a publicist. Okay. Well, just for that photo. Well, no, I, I, I like seeing that. <laughs> it's motivation. I like seeing that, especially like times like this. It's like, I like seeing that type stuff. All right. Who is one person dead or alive that you would love to sit courtside with? Dead or alive that I would like to sit courtside with? My grandpa. Was your grandpa a sports fan? Or my grandmother. How about both? One on each side. But both. Okay. We'll put one on each side. And lastly, what is one event in history? It could be a sporting event or other that you would have loved to have been courtside for. When Justin Timberlake did that to Janet Jackson. <laughs> Super Bowl halftime fail. <laughs> I don't think it was a fail. <laughs> was it? <laughs> It was not a fail. Well, we'll take you back to Super Bowl. Not sure what year it was. 2000 whatever. For that halftime performance. Right. <laughs> Adrian, before I let you go, let everybody know where can they find you on social? You can find me on social media on Twitter and Instagram at Adrian Brown. Perfect. Adrian, thank you so much for joining us on Courtside Club. Good luck. We'll be checking in after right, for you, the man. update. And I thank cannot wait thank to hear what song you choose. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you.